as we're here, we're studying about what Peter says is essential, and that is that we believe what God has said through his word, and we believe what Jesus did. And here's what he says about it in verse 19. We also have the prophetic message as something completely reliable, and you will do well to pay attention to it as to a light shining in a dark place until the day dawns and the morning star rises in your hearts. Above all, you must understand that no prophecy of Scripture came about by the prophet's own interpretation of things, for prophecy never had its origin in the human will. But prophets, though human, spoke from God as they were carried along by the Holy Spirit. These were the men who wrote the Word of God, who wrote the Old Testament, as Peter's talking about that. The same thing is true of the New Testament. And Peter says that this message that we have, it's completely reliable. You see, the debate through the ages has always been about the Bible. Today, the vast majority of people don't really believe the Bible. A lot of people think it's a nice nice book. It's, a, it's, it's got some nice things in it. It's, it's comforting and encouraging. But they don't really believe it's God's authentic, infallible word. And anything less than that keeps it from making much difference in a person's life. And, that, and so constantly we must come back to stand on the word of God. You see, everything that we believe and everything that we teach comes from the word of God, the Old Testament and the New Testament. And if it's not in there, and if it's not something that God tells us there, we, we're not going to add anything to the scripture. We're not going to come up with some new ideas. Some of the, the, the sects and other groups in the world today that, that say they're true, they've added all kinds of things to the scripture. And they take the scripture, but they've added other things to it. Most of them have special holy books besides the Bible, and, and they teach those too. Well, the Bible is enough. The Bible is all that we need. See, that's what Peter said earlier in, in this first chapter. He says the divine power has been given to us, and we have everything we need for godly living through the knowledge of Jesus. We don't need any other books that are divinely inspired. We don't need any other person than Jesus to be our Lord and Savior. What he has done and what the Bible tells us is reliable. Now, the reason why it's reliable is because none of these prophets and these people who wrote the Word of God just sat down and wrote it or just spoke it. They, they were just not saying things that popped in their head. This was not their interpretation, and it didn't have its origin in human will, but they spoke as the Holy Spirit carried them along, as God's Spirit guided them. Now, they used their personality. You can see a difference in the writings of Peter and Paul, for example, and John, because their personalities come out. But the truth that God wanted to get over is there. The truth that God wanted to share through them is there. It's accurate. It's true. It's God-breathed, as is said in Paul, by Paul when he wrote to Timothy. So it's important for those of us who are believers to firmly believe that the Bible is God's word and to read it, to study it, to practice it, to memorize it, to share it with others, to let it become the principal book in our lives and the truth that makes a difference.
And the Bible says if we know the truth of what Jesus and this word says, we will truly be free. But there is a problem, Peter says, as he begins chapter 2. And he says, false prophets, false teachers. For there were also false prophets among the people, talking about back then, just as there will be false teachers among you. They will secretly introduce destructive heresies, even denying the sovereign Lord who bought them, bringing swift destruction on themselves. Many will follow their depraved conduct and will bring the way of truth into disrepute. In in their greed, these teachers will exploit you with fabricated stories. And I'll go on and read more of that in a little bit. Let's talk about that first part. Now, this has always been true. In the Old Testament, there were false prophets. In the New Testament, there were false teachers and false prophets. One of the things they tried to do was to get into the church so that they could mislead people and take them the way that they wanted them to go. And and Peter says that that they'll be among you, and they they will secretly introduce destructive heresies. I've tried to figure out exactly what Peter meant by that when he said they will secretly introduce destructive heresies. I think what he means is you won't recognize it's if you're not careful, if you're not really discerning, if you're not really walking in the spirit, you won't recognize it's a destructive heresy. He will frame it, this false teacher will frame it in such a way that it looks like the truth. He will speak it in such a way that it has enough truth in it that you'll think it's all true, but there'll be a lot that's not true in it. And several things he says here, he says they will deny even the Lord who bought them. Now, are these saved people? I don't think so. I think he's talking here generally that Christ buys everybody. Christ pays the price for everybody on the cross. Because I don't think someone who's going to get off like this into this kind of false doctrine is a true child of God because it just now that somebody could be deceived for a while, but the leaders, they usually have other motives, and he talks about that in, in a little bit. But also, he says, they bring swift destruction on themselves. God hates falsehood. God hates untruth. God hates error. He loves the truth. And when these people begin to declare it, and see, they're saying this is what God says. This is what Jesus says. This is what God's word says. And God says it's going to destroy them. They are going to destroy themselves. And, and he says many will follow their depraved conduct and will bring the way of truth in disrepute. What happens is when people follow these false teachers, they hurt the cause of Christ because it confuses people. It causes people to stumble. It causes people to get off from the base truth of everything that God is and does, and it hurts the cause of Christ and makes a real difference in the wrong way. So it's, it's, it's good that we recognize that. He says, in their greed, these teachers will exploit you with fabricated stories. You see, one of the main reasons why these false teachers do what they do is because they want to get money from you. They want to exploit you into giving. Millions and millions and billions of dollars have been given to false teachers. Uh, The Church of Scientology, for example, has billions of dollars in gigantic buildings and all kinds of things, and people have given that money. And some of the richest people in the world have been involved with them. So you you have to have a heart that seeks the truth. And we'll talk more about that tomorrow.
God bless you. Have a great day.